Welcome to the Building Heroes Podcast, where we learn to build heroes in our homes to help our kids be prepared for their life journeys. Hi, I'm your host, Molly Christensen, and I love to encourage and mentor you on your path. Hey everyone, welcome to podcast episode number 82. On today's episode, I want to talk about something that I've been thinking about a lot lately, and that is about raising leaders. And I know that many of us have that as our goal. We want to raise leaders in our home, but what if our kids just don't really seem to be leaders, or maybe they don't want to lead, or, you know, really, not everybody could be a leader, right? Because then who are they going to lead? So what is a leader anyway? And I think we often think that leaders are the person in charge. It's the person who gathers everybody and then tells them what to do. And if you've ever spent much time around kids, you probably start to see that some kids do that. Now, sometimes these kids are called bossy, or maybe they're the extroverted ones that are loud enough to be able to get other people's attention or able to speak up. Sometimes maybe these kids will use anger or other manipulative techniques to get other people to do what they want. Other times, maybe they're more kind and gentle and they persuade others to work together. So which ones are really the leaders, right? And sometimes maybe other kids are grateful when somebody else steps up to gather them and give them ideas of what to do because they don't know what to do in a situation. So that gets a little bit confusing because which ones really are leaders? And we don't really want our kids to be manipulative or angry and force people to do things that they want to have done. Um, but sometimes I, I think that kids that have more of a natural gathering tendency and a leading tendency, they, they tend to go that route. So <clears throat> this is good to notice, right? We also don't really want our kids to be little doormats that are going to do whatever, but whatever anybody else tells them to do either, right? So how do you figure this out? How do you find the balance here? So maybe it is time for a reframe. I do think that leadership often gets a bad rap when we picture it this way, where we think, oh, it's the person in charge. It's, it's somebody who's gathering everybody and tells everybody else what to do. And because sometimes it can be done in a forceful way or a controlling way to get what you want. And sometimes it can be um, uh, done in a manipulative way or a controlling sort of a way. Now, in the same vein, <clears throat> we kind of tend to think that a follower is the opposite of a leader. And follower, followers, being a follower, can get a bad rap, too, if it's done, like, in a doormat sort of a way, <laughs> where you just follow somebody because you don't know what else to do. So <clears throat> what I've discovered, really, is that no matter what your child's natural inclination is, is that they actually need to learn skills in both areas, in both leading and following, because sometimes we need to be the leader. <clears throat> and let's redefine what leader really means. A leader isn't somebody who's going around gathering people and making them do things and telling them what to do so that they can get their own way. No, it, a great leader is somebody 
who sees the good in others and then helps them feel confident and encouraged about themselves and then moves them to action to do good things. It's not for their own purposes. <clears throat> so really a, what a great leader is, it's somebody who's confident enough in them, own, their own selves to be able to stand for good and to speak up and to act when they feel called to do so. And of course that ties in with the hero's journey, right? Because the hero gets those calls to action, but often we don't want to do those calls to action because we're, we, we're not sure if we can. We don't know if it's the right thing. We don't know if we should, if we, we don't, it's too uncomfortable. And that's what I think makes a great leader is knowing what they stand for, knowing who they are and knowing how to act when those calls come. To some people, this may come naturally, but I think for most of us, we need to learn these skills. And it's going to serve us in anything that we do. And we need to teach our kids as well. And this is also really what I mean when I'm talking about building heroes in our homes. We want to teach the, our kids these leadership skills and these character traits because they do serve us well. At the same time, though, I think one thing that gets overlooked when we start focusing so much on uh leadership is that we forget to teach our kids the skills of a follower as well because a great follower knows who to follow and when to follow them a good follower is loyal to their leader and helps strengthen the leader and a good follower chooses to re be responsible for their own selves and for what's their uh, stewardship and they take they do still take initiative when necessary or when they feel called to right so this is also what I mean by building heroes in our homes so we want to teach our kids to be a follower by choosing who to obey and when to follow them now <laughs> it is interesting because as homeschoolers we do tend to think outside the box and we think, Ooh, experts, I'm not going to follow any experts. Um, but I think that sometimes we get so caught up in doing our own thing that we forget that there is value in choosing to follow someone else as well. And I'm not talking about having this blind obedience where we're making our kids be little robots and they have to do whatever they say. We want them to be able to think and choose for themselves. But at the same time, we want them to be able to know how to choose to follow someone when they feel like that's the right thing to do. So there are a lot of good, a lot of cases in life where we are followers and it is a good choice for our own lives. In fact, there's the word disciple, right? And that means to be a follower or a student of a teacher, leader, or a philosopher. And so in that case, of course, we want to be able to teach our kids how to choose who to follow. And most often, the way we want to choose who to follow is we want to follow the people who have the same values and the results that we want. <clears throat> the word disciple actually comes from the same root word discipline from the Latin word dis discipulus, um, which, of course, I don't know how to pronounce, but no one does either because dead language, so that's good, but I'm sure some people pronounce it better, but that's beside the point. <clears throat> but that word just means to learn knowledge. So we gain 
learning. We gain knowledge when we choose to be a disciple or a, uh, as a follower of a teacher or a leader or a philosopher. So when we're disciplining our kids, same root word there, right? It doesn't mean that we're punishing them. The whole purpose of discipline is to help them learn what they need to know in order to become better. So for me, I narrowed this down, <coughs> excuse me, a bit, because I wanted to teach my kids how to know who to follow. And so I like to teach my kids that there are basically three important areas, I guess we'll say, to learn to be a follower. And number one is to God, to our higher power. And really, if we learn to be obedient to God, not only because he is all-knowing, but he's also perfect, and he has the values and the character traits that we want to have, and he's not going to lead us astray. So when we follow God, he's going to lead us in a good path. We could try to argue with God's direction, but we're only going to be hurting ourselves and because God loved us first, we can choose to love him and follow him. So you can also look at this as following our conscience as well, because we all have that built-in conscience to know right from wrong. The next one is uh, we should learn to be followers of our parents because they love us and they want the best for us too. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't disagree with parents or try to communicate reasonably with them when we don't agree, but really parents are the training ground for learning how to obey a higher power. And then the last area is um, the laws of the land. Because the laws are there to keep us safe and to give us more freedom, or at least that's the premise. <laughs> uh, but the laws can also have negative consequences if they aren't followed. So these would be really good things to follow. And that's not to say that in some cases, civil dis disobedience might be the right thing to do. If we think of like Nazi Germany, sometimes the right thing was to do was to help other fellow human beings rather to, than to follow the Nazis' laws. Um, and then beyond those three, there are experts and people in the world that would be good to follow if you choose to do so. But in that case, it should be a choice. So it is important to understand when you might need to step up and be a leader, because in most cases, um, you can be following in this path, but sometimes there might not be the right values or the right um, results. And so then that's when you step up and be a leader and do something else. So we do know that in our world, a lot of times being a follower gets a bad rap. It really does. And you hear, there's a lot of sayings even for followers, like followers fall for anything, or we don't want to be sheeple and, and follow the crowd or followers will follow anyone off the cliff. But that's kind of 
a blanket statement for followers. That's not 100% true. Followers, I mean, those things will happen to followers if they're not being intentional with their choices, right? So what we're really talking about here is that we don't want to just blindly follow anyone, right? We need to teach our kids to be intentional about who we follow and why. And we need to do that ourselves as well. And we do that by teaching them how to stand for something and to stand for what is good and what is true. Because there's other quotes that go along with this too. Like if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything, right? And that's where the followers fall for anything because they're not standing for anything. But if you know who you are and what you stand for, then you're gonna know when to lead and when to follow. Now, sometimes people do get stuck in this trap of rebellion where they're just like thinking, I'm not going to be a follower, right? And so instead, they're rebelling about, against following and they're going against what everybody else, what they think everybody else thinks they should do, right? And they do this in the name of not following, right? But in that rebellion, they're actually still following in a way because they're following the rebels. What they're really not doing is standing for something. Instead of standing for something, they're just not standing for anything. And that's, that's no good either, <laughs> right? So it's, it really comes down to learning when to lead and when to follow, but mostly just being intentional about making those choices based on what you stand for. And that is really why I created Building Heroes at Home. And that's so that we can learn how to stand for something ourselves, because a lot of us didn't really grow up that way. But it's so we can also, as we learn it, we can teach our kids how to stand for something and how to create goals so that they're leading the way on their own path and that they are intentional in the choices they make, but also to help them know when to follow others so that they can learn from others and move forward on their paths. Now, I want my kids to be leaders for sure, but I want them to be the type of leaders that are inspiring confidence in others and help them move to action so that they can, so that people can move forward for good things, for good causes. But I also do want my kids to know when to follow others because sometimes it's great to follow others who inspire confidence in you and move you to action too. So let's raise leaders and followers and teach them that skill. If you do want more help and support on this, we would love to have you join us in the We Are Building Heroes Facebook group. And you can check out what I'm pretty sure is probably my best offer ever on the Building Heroes curriculum that's launching this week. And not only do you get a year of the curriculum, but you also get a year's worth of support for Building Heroes in your home as well. So let's build leaders and followers together. Thanks for listening to the Building Heroes podcast. Can you help more people join the Building Heroes movement by sharing this podcast? More people can find it when you subscribe to the show, rate it, and leave a review. For more help on Building Heroes in your home, get the free Building Heroes resources at 
www.buildingheroesacademy.com.